2: Oh, that gets you excited, don't it? Love. Oh, that gets me excited. And, of course, the hottest takes. My dad used to have this saying, if you don't like the series, you'll like football. Over. Well, right? say
0: I'm a pretty big football fan, and I despise <laughs> the Steelers. Okay, okay. <laughs> so get ready, because it's time for SPT Overtime. Hello, everyone. My name is Jake Murren, and you're tuned into to SPT Overtime. I have a very, very special guest joining me today. He is six foot and seven inches tall. He is a walking and automatic double-double. And he has been a breakout player for the Akron Zips men's basketball team for two years now. He is the one and only Enrique Freeman. How are you doing today, Enrique? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, I'm not too bad myself. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into this season and the upcoming MAC tournaments, I want to know what got you into the game of basketball. Uh,
3: What got me into the game of basketball? Um, definitely watching my older brother play basketball, kind of when I was younger, and that's when I started liking it a lot. Started picking up on his moves and starting playing a lot more.
0: Nice, so there wasn't really a player that you idolized growing up, or was it just your brother for the um, most
3: part? Most likely my brother. Brother? Kind of right. idolized him, and... uh I guess it was fun to do. It was really fun. And then I started actually picking it up more seriously as I got started getting older. Uh,
0: what age do you pick it up more seriously? Was it more in high school or before that? More in high that? school. High school?
3: Towards uh, Yeah, high school.
0: Yeah, so coming out of high school, you were a first-team All-Lake Effect Conference player and a runner-up for Conference Player of the Year, yet you were a walk-on. Can you explain the process from graduating high school to joining the Zips basketball team? Uh, yeah, so I came to Agron. Um for academics
3: mm-hmm. did my first year as a normal student and then after um my sophomore year I decided I had a lot of family members encourage me to try out um and I was always asked when I was here hey are you on the team are you on the team are you on the team and I always would say no yeah there's one guy who I told no to and then the next week later I tried out made the team and he seen me there so I think I lied to him but <laughs> um then I made the team and from there on I just um from coming out of high school, too, I didn't have any offers or anything like that. Basically, it was just pure passion to try out and um, just wanted to play on that next level.
0: Yeah, so was there a person or influence that convinced you most to going into that tryout? Definitely,
3: my mom was a mom. huge influence. Um, my brother was a huge influence, and I had a few friends here who are a huge influence on me trying out. I think that I wasn't afraid to try out. I think it was the fear of getting told no. It was the most um, intimidating, but uh, that's you just got to do it sometimes.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So how soon after the tryout did you know that this was the path for you? Um, I knew as soon as I changed my class schedule. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yes, uh, I had to change my class schedule for, you know, the upcoming season that we had in 2019, 2020. And um, then the time commitment it took right playing basketball takes a huge time commitment and you i was actually talking to my high school coach and he coached um at john carroll and he basically told me this is not something you can do 50 50 is either you give it your 100 percent, or you wouldn't want to do it because then you're what you wouldn't be passionate about it so um i had a few people tell me that it's more beneficial to give my 100 percent, and that's what i wanted to do but i was unsure if that's what i w- wanted to do in a sense
0: Yeah, so was there, like, a learning curve? Yeah, a learning curve
3: of, uh, you know, if I'm here, you know, putting in extra hours Mm -hmm. and unrequired work and different types of stuff like that.
0: Nice. So what was your first impression of Coach Sean Gross at that tryout and beyond that? Uh, First impression, I didn't know much. I didn't
3: know much. And then um, once I started learning more about him, I just learned so much and how passionate he is for the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Super, One of the most passionate people I've ever met for basketball. So he loves the game up and down.
0: Yeah, I think Ali Ali said, like, one word to describe Coach John Gross would be enthusiasm. Yes. And, and now you're saying passion.
3: Passion. That's resonates.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, without Coach uh, Gross, would you be where you are today as a basketball player?
3: Uh, no. I wouldn't be where I am without anyone in our program. Uh, honestly, you know, our coaches Ford, um, Robbie and Forford and our the OGAs Brent, um, Darren Darren, uh, Keith, a lot of them who and the managers who do not get as much recognition as John Gross, but they are play a big role in his job and his program here in Akron. So nice. with everyone.
0: Yeah, great to give those people some shine as well. Uh, Moving on from the trial process, you're in the um, Zips basketball team now. So in the NBA and even like the NFL drafts, they usually have like a professional player comparison for Mm -hmm. the new draftee. Uh, Who would you compare your game to the most to a player in the league right now? Um, If I compare,
3: um, honestly, I'm not sure. Being honest, I don't know. I do study a lot of people who mm, a lot of people compare me to like Giannis in Giannis. the sense of in the paint being as dominant. I'm not as like just length wise mm-hmm. using my length to play and play defense, but I say I would say Giannis.
0: Giannis, yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I think it's good, like, even if especially if you don't know where you sit. Um, every player has to have their own identity. Yeah. So I think that's important as well. So there was a game on December 19th in 2020. I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but the Zips played Malone and in that game, you scored 22 points and had 21 rebounds. (laughs) Do you remember this incredible performance? And if so, what was it like?
3: Uh, it was, it was a fun night for me. I just, I don't, one of the things as a basketball player, I don't know if anyone else can vouch for this, but when you get into like an element of playing, it's more of like a a free thought, more than just I'm so focused on getting a rebound. I'm so focused on getting points. No, you just focus on playing basketball, and then you end up having twenty rebounds or you're having twenty points. It's more of like a experience. I would say like the Mamba mentality or mm-hmm. um, that that next level of focus. But that's that's how I would explain that situation or that game, that next level of focus.
0: Yeah, I think. So does the Mamba mentality resonate with the Zips basketball team a lot? Because I know Ali, yes, Ali. Yes. Um, we talked to him, and he, was the, he brought up the same thing, talked about Kobe being his favorite player and his jersey number and all that. Um, can you just explain his presence and his mentality with the uh, Zips basketball organization? We quote Kobe a lot, and especially, you know,
3: John Gross loves Kobe Bryant and he uses a lot of his motivation to motivate us and it resonates more with us because he's more of an example to us. So we look at him as, um, someone who kind of did it before us, you know, someone who showed. they show you the steps on how to do certain things and you want to follow that path. So it's, it's more than motivation. It's more of like representation and um, you just got to go do it. You know, I guess that's how I look at it.
0: It's incredible. You can't have a better sports figure to look up to and motivate a team like that. So in that 2020 season that I mentioned, where you had that great performance, you played along the likes of Lauren Christian Jackson. Mm -hmm. What was it like playing with a guy like LCJ? And what was the adjustment process like once he left? Um,
3: it was amazing to play with him. He was a great teammate. He's still a great teammate now. We still talk occasionally. Um, it was, it was really good for me to learn off of him. Um, he has taught me how to have that point guard forward connection, um, how to facilitate the ball, even though I don't have the ball in my hands, how I can help him, how I can help the team. Um, but when he left, it was obviously a different situation because, a lot of our offense was dominated by his pick-and-roll game because he was super elite at it. Right. Um, but when he left, we I feel like it was beneficial to our team. Not saying we didn't want him to leave, but it was beneficial because it shows how versatile our team is. We have X, we have Garv, we have Greg, we have Ali, who are all capable of running the point and giving scoring 30 points a game you know yeah, like many playmakers many playmakers yeah. many offensive threats um i think this is the first year here in akron that growth has allowed more inside out basketball which is actually very good can you explain that a little bit um inside out basketball more of like we run more offense throughout the post okay more than running uh offense more on the perimeter
0: Okay. It's, more, it's more of a 50-50 kind of. <laughs> right. So you mentioned how um, LCJ established that connection with you, with the guard. Have you established that connection with Xavier Castaneda yes. as well? And like, did Lauren and Christian Jackson implement that relationship with you and him? And then you replicated that with Xavier Castaneda. Yes. Now? Watching, watching uh, I call him C-Jack. So <laughs> okay. Watching C-Jack and
3: the uh, player that I used to watch, uh, Dr. Dang react. Watching their relationship and seeing how, and Channel, Cheese, and all of them, how they had that chemistry to understand certain um, plays and how to help each other out has really helped me, you know, with X. And um, I think we—it doesn't come—I say it comes comes natural, but you have to try to understand each other more, and it's actually showing a lot better now, I guess. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So— like I said at the top, you're widely known for your ability to get a double-double on about any given night. You're even averaging a double-double this season. Does that put pressure on you at all? And do you pay attention to all that? Um,
3: I, will, I would be lying if I say it didn't put pressure. It does put a little bit of pressure, but I do not pay attention to... I try not to pay attention to, like, certain things because I feel like it distracts my focus. Um, I... I try to, I want to, one of my goals is to try to be as humble as possible, you know, especially because even though I might, there could be a night I can get a double-double and we don't win. That's not a success to me. Yeah. It's more of a success if the whole team wins, if I get a double-double, or if someone else gets a double-double, it's more, I feel like my mindset is more about the team than it is about myself.
0: Do you ever get, I don't want to say hate messages, but like any downers on you about not getting a double double even if the zips win or lose is yes. it a thing that resonates yes. with you
3: yes i do we do get some hate mail
0: yeah <laughs> well definitely try and pay attention to the opposite of that because yeah. you're averaging a double double this season regardless of what anybody wants yeah to say. hey um i find i find when someone wants
3: to say something negative about you i find it as motivation because when you're doing good Everyone's all yes, great, da-da-da. But then when you do it bad, everyone always has something to say. So it's like, this is life really. Yeah. Pretty much. I
0: mean, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. So at this point, the Zips are on a four-game winning streak before your last regular season game against Central Michigan. You're getting hot exactly when you need to, and one of those wins was against Ohio. Coach John Gross has credited some of the success to the camaraderie and chemistry of the team in games and in practice. Is there another reason for this run as we approach the MAC tournament in Cleveland? I
3: think we've found a way to just have fun as a team. That's that. I've, that's our biggest success so far, and it's we are not satisfied yet. We're still looking to do more. So,
0: do you think that fun was established now, closer to the end of the regular season? Yes. It wasn't really there in the beginning.
3: Yeah, I mean it was there, but still. It's, we're a new team, like you said. Figuring things out. Figuring things out, understanding each other more, and I think we find a way to understand each other better now, a lot now towards the end of the season.
0: Yeah. So the Mid-American Conference is deep with teams like Toledo, Ohio, Buffalo, and even Kent State in the mix. You guys are 2-4 and four against those teams this season. What is it going to take for the Zips to win the conference tournament?
3: It's going to take everything. It's going to take everyone on our team to step up everyone in our program to step up and I like to say this um you know when it comes down to especially March Madness in the next month you don't want to look back and say hey I wish I would just gave 10 more percent It's right now you need to think I need to give if I'm giving 100 percent, I need to give 120 percent. so I think that's what it's going to take nice
0: okay so I have to ask you this about the MAC Tournament, our arch rival, the Kent State Electric Chickens, as they are known (laughs) around here. We're 0-2 against them this season. Do you want to see them again for revenge in Cleveland? Of course. Is it something you're going to pay attention to, or if you don't play them, you won't?
3: No, I won't pay attention to it. We'll we'll be focusing on one game at a time, but if if we're lucky enough to have the opportunity to play them again, I think it would be a great game lucky
0: enough I love it. Yeah. So, what's it like playing in a conference tournament? Like how do you manage the stress, pressure and just day after day play that is involved? Um, well last year was my first conference tournament and it um
3: it felt a lot of stress, but um preparation trumps pressure. So, we prepare very well for t- times like this. We work from after the season's over, from the summer to preseason to season, and it's not time to fold or choke. It's time to use all the hard
0: work, all the unrequired work, all the things that you've worked on during this time. Nice. Preparation trumps pressure. I love it. Uh, What can we expect out of the Zips coming into the MAC tournament? You can expect excitement. You can expect
3: um, a fun team playing and trying to win. Nice.
0: I can't wait to see you guys in Cleveland in the Mac tournament. Um going beyond just this season though, is there something that you want to achieve or reach before your college career is over?
3: Um I want to achieve a Mac tournament championship. That's one of my goals. And um yeah. And maybe a thousand points, but yeah. that's I'm not too worried about that.
0: Is this a season? I don't know.
3: I don't know. Oh
0: man. We will see. <laughs> So what's the dream for you? You know, college career is over. Where does Enrique Freeman go from there?
3: Um, dream is definitely to play professional basketball um, anywhere possible. And um, the dream is also to do a lot of things that impact my life and my community. That's one of my biggest
0: dreams. Nice. And in what ways would you go about doing that? Do you have any specifics or just in general wanting to make an impact? In, ge- in general, make an impact. I'm not sure exactly how
3: yet, but I'm working on that. Nice.
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming on today, Enrique. Thank you. It has been an incredible 2021 and 22 season for not only yourself, but the Zips as well. We all wish you luck as you head to Cleveland in just a few days to compete in the MAC tournament. And even though the MAC is a deep conference, you guys are hot at the right time and you can bring home the MAC championship. Yes so we will see the zips in action starting on march 10th and ending with the championship game on sunday march 12th stay tuned as we will hear from marcus anderson who has another star zips basketball player with him
2: what's up ladies and gentlemen you're listening to wzip's very own sports power talk only on 88.1 fm this is marcus anderson First of all, I want to congratulate the Akron Zips men's basketball team as they just clinched a spot in the MAC Conference Tournament. And one of the main reasons for their success this year is a young man who is one of their many stars and is the team's leader in points scored per game, assists per game, minutes played per game, three-point percentage, and free-throw percentage. He is a sophomore at Kendallville, Indiana, and he goes by the name Ali Ali. Ali, it's great to have you with us, man. How you doing? Thank you. I'm doing good. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, that's what's up, man. Oh, uh, quick question, um, Is Indiana, is Indiana that much of a big basketball town as people say it is? Yeah, definitely. Oh, really? It's, it's crazy over there. <laughs> I feel it. It's, it's like the vibe for every person living down there. It's like, first there's God, then it's family, then it's basketball. Mm-hmm. It's like that over there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly I feel it. It I feel it. Now, um... No, it's like your game has really improved this year I'm with every stat category. And that's mainly because uh, the coach gave you, like, more minutes to play each game. And besides that, what else has helped you flourish with your game this year? It's like you have a breakout season this year. Tell me why. Um, obviously,
1: like you said, you know, given a bigger opportunity, you know, a bigger role, you know, with Christian uh, and some other guys leaving from last year and then just working hard in the offseason, you know, a combination of
2: both of those. Oh, that's what's up, man. And also, it's like you're becoming, like, the go-to guy for the team. I'm, I want to go over your the game winning you had down in Western Michigan. Tell Take us through what you was feeling during that moment.
1: Um, I mean, we were playing bad. I think we were down by, like, 10 or 15. It was a few minutes to go. And then, uh, I mean, I felt pretty good about it because, you know, we kept getting consecutive steals and stops, and we kept scoring. So... When I got it, I just tried to take my time because, you know, I didn't want to give them too much time to get a shot off, but...
2: Oh, and, you
1: know, just went
2: in. Oh, that's what's up. And also, yeah, another game. We're in their first game against Ohio State. It, you almost had him, too. I mean, mm-hmm. if y'all would have won that game, y'all could have been top 25, in fact. But also, it's like you've become the go-to guy, like I said. And how are you handling that role?
1: Um, I mean, there's been ups and downs, obviously, as you guys have seen. And, you know, there's more, obviously, behind the scenes. Uh-huh. But, I mean, for the most part, I think, you know... I've been doing a good job of just trying to, you know, be a better leader this year and uh, just play, you know, better on both sides of the ball.
2: All right, that's what's up. And also I like I watch you each game and it's like you're becoming from just like more than just a scorer. you're also becoming the go to guy, man the clutch, and you also becoming more and more of a playmaker. Like the other night against Bowling Green I saw you was like setting people up for assists and making plays all over the court. It's like it's like they your teammates and coaches are giving you or trust you more and more by each game you feel that way and also how are you handling that
1: yeah i definitely feel that and you know that's something you know uh that we've built throughout practices and you know in the fall and off season and then playing with some of these guys for a few years like they've seen you know like we all know what we can do and you know we've seen what we can do in practice so it's just a matter you know giving
2: the opportunity and the trust I absolutely and also um what what has inspired you to play this game of basketball uh definitely kobe kobe's my favorite basketball <laughs> player ever Coley. yeah
1: so my dad used to have him up a lot on the tv when i was oh growing that's up what's
2: up. up so that explains why your jersey number is 24 yeah. <laughs> i knew it, i knew it and also about the team uh, what ha- besides you being the story of the team and contributing very well um what else has been key for your for the success of your t- of the team this year
1: uh just you know our togetherness like our willingness you know to get better you know each game and uh You know, obviously Enrique, you know, double-double machine. Enrique, you know, cleans up a lot of things for us on the defensive end. And obviously, like, he can go get 20 or 30 himself, you know, any given night. And then, you know, our guards and our bench. So, you know, it's just a combination of everyone, you know, just uh, contributing. And that's kind of what's led to the success we've had so far.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. And also, besides the talent, because if you was asking me, you're the most talented team in the conference, honestly. And also, um, but what really impressed me about you guys is, y'all ability to like stick together even through the tough times like for example the game y'all had on new year's y'all had a schedule at the last minute against buffalo y'all still came out with the big dub over there man can you take it take us through what was going on that day
1: um yeah i think we were dealing with you know some like covid stuff and stuff like Uh, that so you know we weren't at full strength they weren't at full strength and like you said it was a a quick you know turnaround like we just found out we were going to be playing them and uh you know that's probably one of a one of the bigger games for us, you know, early on in the conference. But we've had a lot of games like that, you know, that right, have shown, right. you know, how, how resilient yeah. we are.
2: Yeah, I feel y'all didn't really just win. Y'all came out with double digits. Like, y'all y'all really beat them so bad. And mm-hmm. uh, y'all also had other tough games during this season really is still able to pour through with the results and with the victories. I like, Tell us, how are you guys able to keep it together during tough times?
1: Uh, I mean, just knowing that tough times don't always last and, you know, when you lose, everything seems a lot worse than what it is. And when you win, you know, everything seems a lot closer than what it is. So, you know, just kind of finding, you know, a fine balance in between and never getting too high, never getting too low and just, you know, staying the course.
2: Uh, that's what's up. And also, um, you know, that defense is a very underrated part in the game. And also, in case you didn't notice, but you guys are the number one defense in the conference. And could you break it down how you, how you guys became this great as a unit on the defensive end?
1: Uh, I mean to us like our defense is not very good right now you know to our standards but like you know I didn't even know we're number one but you know that shows partly you know the effort we give on the defensive end and you know uh, the ability to lock in every night you know pay attention to the scouting report and execute you know coverages and stuff like that and we still have a long ways to go in our eyes you know of things that we could you know small things we could fix that can make a big difference in our defense and uh, I think we're getting there and uh, we'll be we'll be in the good spot cup tournament time yeah
2: y'all y'all press defense really impresses me as well I'm really impressed by that with the mac tournament mm-hmm. approaching and once again congratulations on clinching the spot and also what is the mindset for this team moving forward into the mac tournament
1: uh mindset is just right now uh you know having like a good vibe you know everyone uh, being energetic right now because you know this time of the year you know it's hard you know how you, everyone's body's hurting and stuff like that and it's a long season so, I mean, just, you know, uh, bringing good energy and then continuing to get better, like just finding ways to get better each and every game because those small things will add up and make a big difference come, you know, March.
2: Oh, yeah, that's most definitely. Also, um, your head coach, John Gross, he seems like a great guy, very energetic, very enthusiastic, and he really, he's really, seems like a real player coach to you guys. And also, um, what would be the one word that you use to describe Coach Gross? Uh, enthusiastic. you got got it pretty spot on oh yeah definitely um and also i see um that you like the most most focused player on the team it's like you're the first one on the court and the last one off the court and also it's like you really love this game so much i see you smiling like when inbounding the ball and you just smile throughout the whole game like where's your mindset exactly before game time
1: um i just try not to take it like too serious i guess because it's just like in the past, I would take it too serious and you don't play as well or, you know, you're kind of timid. So I just, right now, I just try to go out there and be like, you know, I this it. is like my time. Yeah. Like, I get 40 minutes to, you know, have like my dance, I guess. To say, I feel and, Just and, do your thing. Just yeah. get to
2: go out and play. That's all. Yeah. You know, so like I said, I, your, your passion for the game is so obvious. And why do you love this game so much?
1: Um, Obviously, you know, the influences I had growing up with my dad and then, you know, Kobe and uh, the Lakers always... Always been a Lakers fan because of him and stuff like that. And uh, I just kind of set out that dream in, like, first grade that, you know, I was going to play in the NBA, and I just never, like, never looked back on it. So. Oh,
2: man, that's what's up. And who's your dad, by the way? Uh, just curious. It sounds like he was in the NBA. Who? Oh, who's your dad, by the way?
1: Oh, his name's uh, Yusuf. Yeah, He never played basketball. Oh, but- so he just <laughs> a big, big uh, basketball
2: fan. Oh, okay, that's cool. Right. That's what's up. Yeah. But, yeah, great influences, man. Great for you. And also, um, as a basketball player, uh, what goals are you striving for?
1: Uh, Just to get better, you know, obviously every game, uh, every season, every uh, every practice, you know, every chance I get, just try to, you know, become a better shooter skill-wise, everything, you know. It just kind of, like, every facet of my game, you know, I can improve, so that's something I just kind of try to focus on every day, and then obviously in the season, you can really dial in on what you want to get better at.
2: Oh, absolutely. I, I like I said before, I can see your game evolving more and more by each game, like that, like past the games you've been leading the team and scoring and also you become more of a sc- than just a score. You become a, actually the playmaker of the of the offense. I see you ditching out, setting up guys, setting up assists, nice passes and becoming more and more of a ball player, man. Keeping up.
1: Appreciate it, yeah. Appreciate and, it, man.
2: And speaking of that, um now by the time you graduate you had to leave the jar, leave this arena, um, get off campus, and look for better things for yourself. Uh, how would you want to be remembered when you leave this campus?
1: Um, you know, someone that was a worker and uh, you know, was a nice and genuine guy. Cause I feel like that's you know kind of what I try to achieve every day is just you know look out for others and be nice and uh help help when I can, and obviously you know be remembered for uh, my performance and you know how uh, how good of a teammate I was really.
2: Oh, okay. You you got your mindset on a big league someday like an NBA or Yeah, that's it
1: definitely it's definitely the dream.
2: Yeah, I definitely see it. I definitely see the skill set. Just keep it up, man. And nothing but the best for your team, none the best for yourself. You're obviously a talented player. You guys are all talented from bench to starting lineup. I, I really think I really think y'all got shot at the title, honestly. To be to be honest. Mm-hmm. you know. So um now would you being from Indiana, and um, is Kendallville is like a real small town. Is it a small town or Yeah, it's a real small town, like probably like ten thousand people. Oh ten thousand. Yeah. Oh that is real small. Yeah. Now, um, do you got any advice for those who trying to get to where you are right now? Do you got any advice for them?
1: Um, just work hard, you know, that's really what I did growing up, like, you know, I didn't you know go out too often and stuff like that. I would just, you know, go to the Y and practice every day, you know obviously oh, okay. and now you know there's even more resources than there were when I was younger but just working hard every day and uh, just stay consistent like
2: that's the separate oh yeah definitely that hard work mentality you got yeah black mama mentality right there mm-hmm. yes, sir. <laughs> well Ali uh, thanks for being on the show it's great to have you on here and like I said none but be- for the best for you you're obviously a, a heck of a player heck of a team you guys are and once again just go for it and and the odds just as the odds get bigger y'all just gonna just smash them down you know just keep doing your thing i promise you that my teller will be yours, man
1: yeah for sure we definitely gonna bring it back to akron man i appreciate you having me on here
2: oh no problem ali now um folks this is your interview from wzip sports sports power talk and we'll be right back you guys have a nice one and see you later